Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. The government's printers are going into overdrive this weekend as the nation braces itself for Tuesday's budget. With only three days to go, I'm delighted to welcome Dan O'Brien, Chief Economist at the Institute for International and European Affairs. And he's here for one last bit of crystal ball gazing uh, before Tuesday's big event. You're very welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me, Bobby. Uh, Good to talk to you as always. Now, we had the ESRI Fiscal Advisory Council and all out last week uh, being kind of naysayers as they maybe always are, but I think maybe with some cause because when we look at corporation tax and the last couple of months, all isn't well there. Yeah, there's been, uh, usually over the past few years, it's always been corporation tax receipts coming in higher than predicted and higher than the previous year. Had a couple of months of wobbles. I I wouldn't work too much into that, to be honest. I think it's always inevitable that, that these figures will go up and down a bit. Don't think there's any structural change that's going on there. In the longer term, we are vulnerable because we collect a massive amount of corporation tax relative to how much tax in total we we collect uh, and compared to other countries. So if anything were to go wrong over the longer term, we would have a big hole in our budget. But that's not something I'd worry about in the shorter term. So maybe these two blips, and as, as one might suggest in the last couple of months, could sort of suit the government from a, a narrative perspective in terms of saying, oh, well, hold on a minute, this is looking pretty bad. We can't uh, do X, Y, or Z. Well, you know, there has been a sense that's crept in, and I may have said this to you before, Bobby, but it, 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 it's been feeling a lot like 2005, 2006 lately, where people sort of feel we're bulletproof, we're invulnerable, nothing can go wrong. And that was, to me, emphasized by this 65 billion figure that the government has to play around with over the next five years. That's a complete fantasy. Nobody can predict how much money the government's going to have over the next five years. We're almost certainly going to have some form of a recession over the next five years. So this idea that we had 65 billion to play with is is just, it was part of this craziness that began to creep in. So if we now see, hey, we're not invulnerable, we, we're not bulletproof, I think that's good for, for us as a country and as an economy, not not only for the government. What about the the whole sort of sparring with Europe around keeping inflation under control. Like, don't this government have to be really careful that they don't pour sort of pour petrol uh, on inflation in terms of by, by bringing in policies that would actually increase inflation? Well, you, you mentioned the, some of the economic uh, institutions there earlier on and them being naysayers. Like, to be clear, there's very few people in the economics business who say that when the central bank is putting its foot on the brake using interest rates, because there's too much inflation, that the government should be putting its foot on the accelerator to stimulate the economy. Now, by introducing a stimulus in this, in this budget, which the government is, it will do, that's exactly what it's doing. Now, the political pressures are so enormous that it feels it has to do that. But, you know, from any economic perspective, there is still too much inflation in the system. That is why the European Central Bank is putting its foot on its brake. The government 
is putting its foot on the accelerator, though one could argue that it's only tipping the accelerator rather than putting putting the accelerator to the floor. So hopefully not too uh, bad when it comes to added inflation. Okay. What about then, I suppose, other things in play, such as, you know, the jobless rate at record lows? Maybe that we should be putting some of this, these corporation receipts into infrastructure. Let's just chat about those two things for a second. Well, putting, putting again, you know, regardless of, regardless of what extra money government spends. So if it spent more money on infrastructure, what happens with that? Well, that money is going to be used to employ construction workers uh, where there is already a shortage of construction workers because there's a shortage of housing. So what happens in that instance is that you, you, you add to wage pressures in the construction sector. So you get less bang for your buck for yeah. spending on infrastructure and you add to the inflationary pressures. So that's unfortunate. Well, you know, it's, it's a good problem to have. Much better to have a problem where, uh, you know, there, there is money to spend and the worry is that you overinflate the economy rather than being in recession. But the broad economic argument is that when you have good times, you put some money aside for the good times either put it into something like the sovereign wealth fund or pay down debt. And let's remember, Bobby, this government still owes nearly a quarter of a trillion euro in debt. We often forget about that. And, and on that, Dan, you know, what, what's, what's the thinking there? Like, everybody seems reasonably comfortable with that level of debt, even though when you say it, like a, a quarter of a trillion, it sounds like a, a, like a, a colossal figure, which it is. Uh, absolutely, it is. Like if you go back to the to to two thousand and eight, you know, public debt was fifty billion. Now it's two hundred and fifty billion, or a bit below that. Um, but of course, the economy is much bigger now, um, and the feeling is that you know the way that's structured, there's no imminent threat. Now, I'd agree with that. I, I you know, I'm not worried about the public finances in the short term. But as we learned in two thousand and eight, and as we saw in the nineteen seventies, you know, things can go wrong. We always need to be aware that we are a small economy very dependent on what happens to the rest of the world. There's a huge number of risks out there in the world at the moment. You know, always be conscious that things can go wrong and prepare for the future. And finally then, Dan, do you see that being reflected on Tuesday, that the government will take that approach? Uh, to some extent, you know, there, there is there is increased movement towards uh, salting away some of the uh, excess corporation tax funds. You know, I believe that should have happened much, much earlier. Uh, we've become dependent on those because that didn't happen um, uh, and because those political pressures to spend were so high, uh, but slowly moving in the right direction. All right. Well, listen, as always, thanks for your great analysis. And we'll chat to you uh, after the main event uh, next Tuesday. So, Dan O'Brien, uh, economist, uh, as always, great to hear you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.